of course you take some inspiration from the dancer that you love but you have to be very natural and don't play um, don't play to be somebody else Welcome to Biodance Life podcast with weekly portion of stories, tips and dance inspiration. My name is Jana Komarnitska, I'm your host and I invite you to explore all nuances of Biodance Life together with me and our amazing guests. Let's start! Hello everyone, how are you doing? Uh, are you excited about our upcoming challenge? I can't wait. We will post official rules in just a few days, but if you have followed uh, my social media Instagram, you already know the full team and it's gonna be beyond any dreams <laughs> and hopes. We really have a very cool team for the second podcast challenge which includes Dalia, Igor Kishka, Sadi and Cassandra Fox and all together we will share with you one drum solo choreography created by five different teachers and uh, you can learn it and join uh, us in some shimmies and hip drops. It's gonna be super super fun. I can't wait to start it already in a week uh, we are starting november 25 but official rules will be announced on november 18th so you can go to my social media or to social media of any of these teachers and you will see official poster with all rules everything will be super simple uh, nothing complicated uh, it's gonna be very straightforward super fun with lots of dancing and the drum solo it's just so so good and juicy I can't wait for you to see it and I can't wait to see your videos afterwards. And also we'll have some very cool gifts uh, which I prepared for myself but also some of our uh, guests, previous guests of the podcast also sponsored and given to you and I promise you will absolutely love it. But I'll keep the intrigue for a couple more days. Uh, get on november 18th to instagram check all the rules and find out more information about our gifts and sponsors tuning in our today's uh, podcast we have beautiful mavis marizin sharon who is french tunisian and algerian ballet dancer living in the south of france her artistic influence uh, is mainly egyptian style and she will tell you a little bit more in the interview about her love to Egyptian movies. But in 2002, Sharon already created her Oriental Dance School. And uh, later, since 2012, she organizes Oriental Marathon Festival, annual event, one of the biggest in Europe. You absolutely probably heard about it. And... Um, this is one of the events that also help dancers not only to learn something new but also to network and push their careers further and this is something that we talk a lot in the is this interview too on how which steps to take on how to push your career to the next level and what are the possibility in today's ballet dance world i also want right away to bring your attention that we had 
some technical difficulties during this interview. Uh, we had to record it via phone, so sometimes the quality of the sound is not the best and sometimes you will need to crack the volume up to, to hear us. I was really trying to fix it, that's why we had a little, little delay this week in the uh, podcast uh, episode release, but um, this is what um, we ended up having and I decided to release it. It's not ideal from technical point of view, unfortunately, but I also hope, as our listeners, you also understand that some things are out of our control and we did our best and the interview is still very cool and there are a lot of points and things that can bring value and make you think about very important things. So I really think it's absolutely valuable and bring lots of interesting things to your dance um, world. So with that said, I hope you uh, enjoy it and we are having uh, many more interviews coming up. Actually, I decided that from time to time I'm gonna give you snippets and previews of what's gonna happen in the future week. So, uh, if you're listening right now, you are the special one who will know in advance, first of all, <laughs> which interviews are coming up, but we'll have uh, following week's interviews with Mohammed Shahin. Safia Diaz and David Abraham. So I hope I intrigued you already um, a lot and I hope to also see you next week on the podcast too. And now before we jump into our today's interview, a quick shout out to our supporters of this podcast. Jelena's BD is excited to debut their fifth production, The Jungle Book, at the World of Orient Festival in March 2020. Jelena takes you on a magical adventure following Mowgli through the jungles of India. The story is brought to life through colorful and vibrant international dances performed by Kapoa, Sharon D'Souza, Luna Pumian, and of course Jelena with new music by Paul Dinletier and Kader Ahmad. See show dates at belladanceevolution.com or audition for the cast at joinbd.com. Hello, dear. It's so fun uh, and exciting to have you on the podcast. And thank you for your time. Uh, thank you for taking time after uh, teaching uh, uh, classes and still uh, taking time to share your dance story and experience with us today. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> thank you so much. It's very, very a big pleasure for me. And um, I'm very happy to talk with you, and especially the, the hard job that you make it for to put the Oriental dance in the top. And uh, it's very good, very good for everybody. We need this. Oh, thank, thank you. So you. <laughs> My pleasure, and thank you for participation. I would love to start from the very beginning because uh, it's always uh, uh, fun to know how dance journey started and this is something that people can also relate to so can you please tell us how did dance uh, entered your life mm, my it's all a part of my life i this is really my life i never um, never work for something else and i um i born i was born with um mom tunisian and she was loving so, so much all the old movie Egyptian. So I was 
little and I grew up with all this movie in black and white and I was dreaming about this. Even I don't understand all the meanings and I say, oh my God, it's so beautiful. For me, it was the Walt Disney. <laughs> and, and I say, okay, uh, I want to do this and I explain to my mom, can I do this like a job? And I say, of course, but you have to be very famous. <laughs> if you are not famous, you don't do this because uh, because you will not win your life. And so, okay, okay, so I have to, to be very famous, you know, and I was little like this. And um, and I said, okay. And um, and after, my um, my sister uh, um, married her and uh, my mom, because my mom and my dad always loved oriental dance and music and everything. And they, uh, they took um, oriental dancer from Egypt and she came to, uh, to the wedding and performed. And I have like 14 years old, something like this. And uh, all the wedding, the wedding for me was boring, <laughs> except this time when I saw this dancer. I said, wow, she's so beautiful. She's so woman. She's so artistic. And she, she listened to music like this. Look, for me, it was a dream, a dream completely dream. And she was not, uh, now if you're looking for to, to see who is she, she's not famous, or maybe if I see her dancing, I will see a lot of default, but for me, she was the perfection, completely perfection. And I said, at 14 years old, I want to do this. So, um, so I, I tried to looking for class and everything, and uh, I find, and, um, and I step by step, and first time I want to go, of course, to Egypt to, to see Samia Gamel and Farid Alatrash, all the movies that I saw when I was kids, to see the spirit of this. So I went at 18 years old and I falling in love and after I, I didn't stop to then. Mm. This is my story. <laughs> no, that, that's uh, that's great, and it's also very great to hear that uh, your parents were so supportive and encouraging. Uh, because uh, we also hear so many stories that uh, parents are super concerned and worried, and their uh, kid or teenager or basically like daughter or son like so suddenly says, "Oh, I want to be a dancer." <laughs> Yes, exactly. My, my mom was, it was very easy for my mom because she loved this. It was more difficult for my dad because my dad, for, for him, like dance uh, naked, he was very, uh, sometimes I, uh, I go, of course, I start to dance in restaurants, something like this, so he don't want to heard about this. But when I start to also organize my first event, he was so proud of me. And um, I think it's one of the best moments in my life that he come to help me and like, like, you know, uh, sell tickets and uh, like this for the show. And they said in the interview, I'm very proud of my daughter. But it was not easy. I have to show him that really uh, the art and the choreography and, um, and this elegance is not like uh, something sexy or something like this. And it's a, a part of history that we grow up and now is can stop to follow me. <laughs> it's, he's 85 years old and he's like a big fan of me <laughs> and my mom too. So you have to fight. I think it's like this. You have to, because I know there is many people like this. They, they don't, um, 
they're afraid. They're afraid about the culture, about the costume, about uh, how to be. And uh, you have to fight and show to, to the people that you that you love so much, especially your family, that this is really art. And it's not like uh, uh, something sexy or you do for to be sexy or something like this. And this is my opinion. My opinion about this. <laughs> Well, that's interesting to also know uh, that your mom right away indicated that in order to be uh, successful, like she put it the way that you need to be very famous, but it basically uh, means that you also will need to work very hard. To, oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. To work very hard. And uh, and she's, she's so right. She's so right. And, uh, and I can tell that uh, I was lucky also because I think also, it's the part of luck is uh, in this job is the people that you meet, um, the friends that you have around. Uh, it's good also to have a good friend in uh, your work uh, atmosphere for the oriental dance. Me, for example, I um, I was lucky for this, so I share my passion with my best friend. She's uh, Yael Zarka. Yael Zarka, she's a famous dancer, and we we support each other also. That okay. What you think about this? What you think about this? Ta, 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 ta. And it's very important, I, I think, to have a really close friend who helps you and not because there is so many jealousy. We know this, and to have also good teacher who drive you. And um, for example, I have a private lesson with um, long time ago. I speak like maybe 15 years ago uh, with my teacher Mayudi. Mayudi is um, is a Moroccan dancer, so now he starts a little bit to, to teach um, because uh, of his life. And I remember this have taken many workshops and everything. I started to dance from at the private class with him, and he, said, he put the music and thirty thirty seconds after he said to me, "Stop, stop, 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 stop." <laughs> I remember this time. I said, "What?" What happened? And I was very shy, you know. I was dancing in many restaurants, many places. I started to do stage, and and to dance from him was the the worst thing ever. And he explained to me that um, I have to live uh, more my dance. And uh, he explained to me, Sharon, you are somebody very sunny. You are always joy on you, and uh, you have to show show this to your audience. And uh, you are not shy at all. And what you do, you try to calculate your dance and you have to feel more the music and everything. And and I think, and I say, yes, true. And uh, I, I listen to my music and I want to do this, 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 but have thought to go inside my music and be natural. And this, if I can say some advice to the dancer, uh, you have to make yourself and uh, not, um, of course, you take some inspiration from the dancer that you love, but you have to be very natural and don't play, um, um, don't play to be somebody else. And me, when I dancing and what I say to my student or, or the dancer that I know, I say, it, put your life when you dance. Show who you are. Show your soul. Because it's your passion, when you dance, you dance because you love this in your blood, in, 
you wake up and you want uh, you want uh, sense and everything. So you have to show this to the to the audience, and then for you and the people will love you because you show the good part of the dance. You show your soul. I don't know if you understand what I mean. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we also hear so many people use uh, uh, like the idea or phrase that you need to tell something on the stage. Have you, like you're performing and doing ballet dance for so many years already. Have you ever felt like the stage or period in your life that you kind of, you came to the dance studio to practice and then you felt, oh, I don't know, I don't have anything to tell. Have you ever faced those like down moments that from time to time we all may go through? Exactly. I understand and completely do want to say that. Yeah, what I think, um, when I dance, for example, on stage, I, when I finish, I, I know I, it's like... Uh, I disconnect with the world. I think at the moment, like uh, I dance and okay, but when I finish, I never, I'm never happy, never happy. And even some girls say, "Wow, was great, what so much dynamic energy and everything." And um, I say thank you because I'm very thankful that people say, it, but I don't believe it. And um, I think that uh, it's about maybe trust uh, in yourself. And um, so the part down is like always when I finish, I'm never happy. Never happy. It never happened to me like, say, wow, yes, I'm the superstar. And I always say, oh my God, you have to work more. You know, I, I'm like, I have a conflict inside me. It's like I have two, two Sharon in my head. And I say, why you didn't work uh, this? Why you, you don't do this? Why you, why you control your movement and you have to, to feel more free? And sometimes also, I uh, I shout to myself because I say, Sharon, you make too much. You are too much crazy. You have to calm down, calm down. <laughs> it's happened to me many times. And but I think that's why also there is people love me because I I um, I don't play a game. So I'm 100% natural when I dance. So you have people who like it and you have people who will not like it. Mm. Why do you think we are always so... Because this is very common that we all never really like our own performances and videos. <laughs> Why do you think as dancers we are so self-critical? <laughs> I I know the story that 100 people can tell you uh, you're amazing and there is one people say to you, oh, I don't like her, she's fat or she's... Um, not do this. So I think we are very sensitive because we are artists and artists need the, the good uh, energy and uh, you, you need only to meet somebody have bad energy and I think it kills it kill your mood because we are artists and artists I think we are very sensitive of this. Yeah, I guess it's just also because uh... As dancers, uh, we use our body to share our art, and then all critique it comes almost like as a personal <laughs> person critique of personality or personally us. Uh, it's very difficult to differentiate. By the way, uh, when you're performing on stage, do you typically uh, perform choreography or is it improvisation? Uh, to be honest, it's a book. 
and see the book. Um, for example, um, I go uh, in two days in the festival in France, because the Oriental origin, they will have like Sabina Brown, Yal Zarka, and me, and so many good artists. And uh, I um, have to bring performance. And the first one, it will be improvisation, because it will be Baladi. And uh, for me, I don't have so much to, to call all the Baladi, because Baladi for me is a feeling. It's not like it must be uh, something that's really strict, like a drum solo, a major solo, something like this. So I just hope uh, I will have a good uh, inspiration <laughs> this moment. And, um, and the second, it will be like a shabby. And uh, a shabby that I follow because uh, I have many steps to jump and everything. But it's not totally the, the choreo, it's uh, actually the half. The half uh, like this. Mm. That's cool to know. You also teach classes in uh, uh, south of France and you have your school. How popular is ballet dance there and how easy it is to get students to come to classes? Oh, um, so yes, I have, uh, now I have a school. I teach in the south of France for 15 years there and step by step, um, you create your you, you create your name and people start to to uh, heard your name and uh, to be a reference and they say okay she's a good teacher and she takes the time for to correct the people and everything and um, about the students in South France it's completely different uh, the mentality than uh, Paris for example I, I I went many times to teach in Paris and the people are very um, uh, they come at the, at the good time. And uh, and the, the, um, they, they take the things very serious. In South of France, really holidays. You understand? You have, uh, for example, I'm always upset about this, especially when I, uh, for example, three weeks ago, I was uh, in Ukraine, and uh, for Alexei Ryaboshapka festival to teach there. So I came. My workshop was eleven and a half, and I came at. Uh, 11.25, I have a message of Alexei, your workshop is ready. I say, okay, okay, I come. So we start on time and very seriously. But here, when I come back to South of France, I say, oh my God, I forget how the people are. Like, you have a famous 15-minute late, very famous. But they come, ta-ta-ta, they enjoy, and uh, they don't take the things very seriously. So of course, you have some uh, dancers who are very good, and uh, they want to take workshop and everything. But it's very, uh, uh, they don't have like uh, the real passion for, for uh, compared to some big city. For example, I give you uh, something very uh, interesting. Uh, I, um, I have a festival called, uh, I create the Oriental Marathon Festival. And uh, this one now, um, thank God, uh, I work for this, but it's, now I can say it's the most famous festival in France, the more bigger, because we have many, many people and from all over the world, and I have uh, 10% of people from South of France. And uh, for example, in the, in the workshop, you have 200 and 250 people come at the, the workshop at the festival. You have maybe uh, two or three from Montpellier, from my city. <laughs> 
So it's so funny, and they uh, we have uh, a lot of strangers from Canada, from Ukraine, from Russia, from Morocco, uh, from Belgium, and they're from Paris, and this, but uh, South of France, not so much. Because they don't take like uh, the Oriental dance, like a real uh, discipline, I think. Uh, it's like hobby. So you, you go one hour by, uh, by week, it's enough. So thank God, uh, uh, God give me the talent to uh, travel <laughs> and see city uh, uh, and the people who really, really, really enjoy. But I love also the the mentality relaxed because I'm I'm somebody somebody very relaxed. So I will not complain about this. But we need people who really want to work. That's very important. That's why I really love to to go to Russia or to Ukraine because these this people are really machine to work and I, it's really inspiration for me. Yeah, it's interesting, different mentalities in different countries and approach to the um, like hobbies. <laughs> because even in Ukraine and Russia, for most people, it's not their jobs. It's their like nice life, time option to spend their time so it's a hobby but it's interesting to see uh, differences in approaches and you also mentioned uh, your famous festival marathon oriental marathon festival what do you think is the key of success of your festival mm. very interesting question so um i think uh, the key of the success is not to think about the business when you, you create a festival. Um, you have to think about um, the love of the dance first, and uh, you have to to start slowly. Don't think that you you can make like boom festival at the first year. I think you, you have to start uh, step by step because when I create my festival, the first one was uh, very very little. Uh, you have one guest and two guests. I, I remember the, the Oriental Marathon number one was uh, with Khaled Mahmoud. And uh, and it was like, we have like people come in a workshop, but step by step. And after, the people uh, love the atmosphere that I can create my festival because it's like relax. You relax, like I said, sun, uh, tea, sun and dance. Because this is south of France, so you have the beach, and uh, and uh, and I'm somebody very smiley, very warm. So I love to welcome uh, very good the people, because it's okay. Uh, me, I I have a problem also for this. Sometimes as organizer, they have too much too much attention of the teacher. It's important, of course. You have to to take care of about your your teacher and your guests, but you have to take care about the people. Because it's the people make your festival working. So, so I think the success is to be nice, to listen to people. Uh, if you are strict, uh, for example, I will not go so much to see you because you make me afraid. Or she says, oh, this girl, she's a bitch. Uh, she don't speak to me very good. And uh, I will not come back. So I want, I want to tell you that you have to be very warm, very welcome, and uh, show that the people, they can trust you because they give you the money for for, for the workshop and everything. So you have to, to give uh, something um, to have satisfaction 
And, um, and step by step, people will speak about this and they say that this uh, festival is serious and you have fun and uh, you have good artists. And um, I'm very proud of uh, so many good dancers come to my festival. So, so many good dancers that now they are very famous in the world. And uh, I can say that um, they win competition in my festival and they make uh, our name more, more up because like, like I told you, we have many, many people come. So of course you have uh, organizers come to see the show, to see the workshop. And they say, oh my God, I love this woman. So I want to invite her. And for me, this is 100% the big success when I see dancers uh, win competition and become superstar. I love it so much. And uh, that's why I want the festival must to be a big family, a big family with all we share, all love, all uh, the passion. And it's not like, okay, I make this, or maybe I will win money, da, da, da. because you never win money. You never win money when you organize a festival. Especially me, I'm completely crazy. I love to um, to rent a big place, like a big casino for five days. It's very expensive. I love to take, of course, some good name and uh, you have to pay everything and spend money and uh, I rent like chocolate uh, fountain, uh, like bubble things to have that people that enjoy it because they pay a ticket flight, they pay the hotel. So I want to have a good memories in my festival. So I think this cocktail is the cocktail nice. You have to be nice. You have to put a good atmosphere. You have to, uh, to take good teacher. You don't have to work with the exchange. That's, this is another point. It's like, okay, I go to your country, you go in my country. I think um, it's no good for, um, for the future of the belly dance when you do this. Uh, since I organized the festival, before I um, I start of course to travel and many many times, but every day I have a message. Oh, uh, Sharon, I want to invite you in my city. Can you invite me in your festival? And I always say no. I always say no, because um, I I saw this um, uh, 20 years ago when I went to Egypt. I was traveled to Hala Wasalam the festival of Raki Hassan. And for me, it was at the beginning the top of uh, festival because you have all the best teachers in the world. And, um, and step by step, uh, it start to be commercial. Uh, okay, uh, I'm, Ch- I'm from China and I, and I bring uh, 15 people. So can I teach? And uh, so after the, the lineup become nothing. So you have a workshop of dinner and you have a workshop with somebody uh, don't know, you don't know. So have, you have to keep the thing serious. Of course, sometimes you have exchange work very good. You have uh, some very good uh, teacher, but if you start to put people that people don't know or just start, um, I think you, your festival go down a little bit for the repetition. It's my opinion. Maybe somebody will kill me when I speak like this. <laughs> I don't. No, no that it, it totally makes sense. And I keep hearing uh, 
I don't know why, but recently I had already several conversations with different festival organizers complaining exactly about this problem, that uh, it became so widely popular doing these exchanges for you do, you invite me, I invite you, uh, that it, it, it kills the, uh, the future of actual like real dance progress because yeah, you go to festival to have fun, but you want to go to festival and learn something and you want to trust organizers that they are bringing good teachers because they are worth to to go and study from. So it totally makes sense. But I also guess uh, there are maybe people listening to our conversation who may be different opinion and who may see that path as opportunity to to showcase um let's say new people new dancers who are not popular or in demand so my question is for those dancers who are just in the beginning of their dance career and who just want to start traveling and traveling internationally what advice can you give how to get that push to to start initiate this dance career instead of going through this, uh, let's say, invite me, invite you channels, <laughs> how to make it, what, what can the dancer can do to help develop her career? Um, I think there is many luck now uh, for the dancer because there is many festivals in the world. So in my opinion, and my what I think is like if you have talent and you have story uh, about something to, uh, to show to the people, so the people will see you and will want you. And uh, it what happened to me. Um, I I um, I saw uh, seven years ago in my festival uh, one girl she made the competition. She was from uh, Korea. She won the competition. And she was amazing. And the first prize is what to offer uh, the opportunity to teach to my sister. So, um, so that's an opportunity, I think. You, you can make competition and uh, people are even the open stage. I know some girls from, because I have many examples, because now, uh, like I told you, my sister is very big in France. So many people and organizers come also to see the talent. Not only to, to have uh, to see the teacher, but to see the talent. So um, there is many girls that the, the, some, some organizers come and say, oh, I love your style. Uh, I want to invite you for workshop and everything. So it's possible. It's very possible to have the luck and people watch you and love you and invite you. Uh, um, Without the exchange things, you understand? And uh, there is one girl who left my competition four years ago. She had one million views on YouTube in the Seoul Oriental Marathon. And now I know uh, she, uh, her name is Lilia, Lilia Borda, and she's covering, she is inviting in many festivals, and I'm very happy for her. And so I think you have to food. Your, your festival when you go. Also. Because if you go to the small festival and everything, you, 
maybe you will not have so much to do. But I think now there is many good big festivals with big names, and uh, and you make competition or something like this. And if you have fun, don't worry. The people will remember you and will want. Like uh, for example, Marina Shkova. She came the first time she came in, um, in my festival, and she went up on stage, and she she makes a competition and. Uh, and she made many competitions, and now everybody knows her. So I think there is um, many opportunities. I can say that there is many festivals. I can uh, you have my festival, you have the festival of Mercedes Mito, you have the festival of Mohamed Fahim, you have uh, Radford Court, you have uh, my group, you have Insane, um, you have the festival of Minifnet. There are many um, festivals with big names. And... Uh, with many international dancers. So I think take the, the chance and try uh, to create something nice and good that the people will remember you. I think the luck is for everybody. Everybody. So thank God there is festival. <laughs> we need festival. We need festival, but we need festival uh, with not exchange. This is the problem because um, you need the festival with real teachers as a past to teach. For example, um, I last year I invite Wal Mansour. Wal Mansour is really good teacher, have so many things to share with the, the students, and we uh, have many, many things to learn for, from him. And um, and this kind of teachers and and. and of course, if you are 20, 20 years old and you are born of star dancing, uh, you will not have the experience to share. I think it's important as well. That's a great tip and suggestion for dancers to just use the opportunity and benefit of uh, being a part of community and uh, work on your dance, work on your craft and showcase it. And whenever you're ready, things will happen. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And to work and make a lot of sacrifice also. Because I know, especially when you want to go to festival, you make sacrifice. You, you have to pay this and this and this. And maybe sometimes it's work and sometimes it's not working also. So it's, it's complicated. But it's the price to pay when you want to be artist. I spent so many money in my passion. <laughs> um, for example, just today I, I buy four costumes and I spend almost two thousand euros. So for that is a great. You have to, to pay this and you have to spend money and like this. And also, normally the money comes. <laughs> normally, if it's not coming, maybe you have to think about something else. But, it's like a study when you, want, when you want to go to the school of medicine, for example. Uh, you will not be doctor uh, at one, two years or three years. So you have to make big study and uh, after the people, uh, after you make this, so you, you, um, you learn. So why can be the same for example, then, for example? Or you want to be a lawyer also. So you, you you spend a lot of money for your school, you can work, you can do this, and after you become a teacher. So I think it's the same. 
And speaking about learning and teaching, if you imagine that you got uh, your dream student, <laughs> the ideal hard-working student who is willing to learn as much as possible from you, what would be the thing that you would really love to teach that student? It's like, if you learn and get this, like, you don't even care if anything else, like, the student got, but that one thing that you think is the most important for you as a teacher to teach your students? Mm. Very interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the most important uh, from... Okay. So uh, what I think is when you teach and uh, you give some workshop of private class or uh, I don't know, uh, you have to 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 give um, something that um, how to explain this. Um, for example, uh, you take many workshops. You take with many dancers. So I will explain to uh, to the students. Don't copy. Don't copy my style or don't copy the style of somebody else. Take something interesting for you that can. You can use some steps, some combo, some attitude that you can do do for your own style, you know. Um, because the copy, of course, is no good, and the people will not uh, will recognize. Oh, she dances like this, like this, like this. So you have to give the, the spirit and um, and some uh, some technique, and after you create your own style. So. Me, when I teach, it's like this. I say, okay, I create a choreo, everybody. So if you don't know all the choreo at the end, it's not a big drama, okay? If you know the choreo, it's good. But take the things that be interesting for you. If I, I teach uh, uh, baladi style, so I say, you have the baladi style, and take the feeling, tell it the feeling of this teacher, this teacher, this teacher. And um, and also uh, very important, I think the uh, we need more to more to explain the technique and the feeling than the choreo. I think now there is many many choreography uh, for workshop, and the people need also the technique. It's uh, you listen to the people and they say, it. for example, I said, okay, what kind of topics? Oh, you know what? I, I just want uh, uh, how to use uh, my hands and uh, the way I, I collect my hair or the way I. Use. They need this. They need this because nobody teaches them. I, so, uh, so, so I think you have to take many, uh, many workshops and many, uh, many classes. Because every teacher have to give you something different, and and make a power uh, powerful dancer. But I guess the main lesson from what you just said is uh, uh, simply don't be a copy. Be you. No, of <laughs> no, of course, don't be a copy and don't imitate. Because you have to be yourself. You have to be you. You have not to dance like Dina, or not to dance like Fifi Abdu. Uh, you are not Fifi Abdu. You are, I don't know the name of the dancer. <laughs> Imagine like, uh, okay, Tatiana. Tatiana, you are Tatiana. 
So be like Tashana. Sharon, you dance like Sharon. Stay Sharon. Take some, take something from Fifi Abdu, but that all, don't copy her. And that's why the workshop is very important. And uh, for this, because you have to uh, to put some uh, uh, power on your dance. You have to take some steps and some technique, and but stay like you are and don't copy. That's so, so true. And I hope uh, many dancers will take advantage of uh, your uh, festival of taking as many workshops there as possible at one event, which is a great advantage too. And also networking and showcasing their dance skills. So can you please tell our listeners uh, what are the exact dates of your upcoming uh, festival and where they can find uh, more information about your teachers for this upcoming event. Okay, so the next festival is the edition number eight. Uh, will be the 28th to 31 May, the next year. Mm-hmm. And um, you for, for have many information, you can contact me, Sharon Melgish. I'm very... Uh, uh, patient, uh, answer to all the people in Facebook, in Instagram, and uh, so like this. And you have also the website. It's called omffrance.com. Uh, you can find on uh, Facebook and Instagram Oriental Marathon page, so you can contact them. And all the dancers are more than welcome in my festival, and uh, and we're waiting for you. And uh, I promise that you will enjoy and uh, that uh, you will enjoy, but you will learn. (laughs) Mm. I can only add that all links will be in the show notes. So you can easily, uh, all our listeners, you can easily go there, click on uh, uh, links and go directly to pages. But I also want to mention that I am right now looking on the poster of your event and the lineup of teachers is absolutely amazing. It's like, I know absolutely all faces. <laughs> ah, good. That's very good. Because it's very important for me. I try to choose a, a different style, you know, like uh, Esmeralda, Colabona, I love her so much. Uh, Aziza from Canada, I love her. Uh, Oksana, Big Bomb, Sar, Samara. Uh, is, for me, is now the most famous Egyptian uh, dancer now. Uh, you have Daria Miskevich, Alexei Raboshapka, so Yael Zarka. So I think it's really um, a very good team. And I try every year to have team like this and uh, uh, not um, not the same style. It's very important because like you said, and like I said, if you want to take some workshop, you have also to take workshop different with different uh, teachers who not look like each other. It's very important like this that's so so true well i hope uh, uh, all dancers all listeners are very excited to, to 
to go. I personally already marked it on my calendar too, so fingers <laughs> crossed I'll manage. So <laughs> I'll manage to journey. <laughs> um, but um, before I ask you our final uh, signature question of the podcast, I also want to uh, thank you for uh, sharing your dance uh, experience. And I feel you shared not only dance experience, but you shared uh your dance passion <laughs> with us and your love to to this art form so thank you very much for uh taking this time and uh, spending it us uh, with us today and thank you for all your work and contribution to the community <laughs> Thank you so, so much to you. And if I have to say last things um, to all the dancers, be yourself and uh, your soul will shine. That's all. Mm, that's so 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 true great reminder but it's i hope it's not the last thing because i still want to ask you our signature question i finish okay. i finish all interviews with this question regardless of uh, what we talked uh, during the conversation uh, and the question is what makes you fall in love with belly dance again and again so you keep doing it for so many years mm. ah, it's, I can speak about night all night about it <laughs> sure <laughs> we are ready uh, you trapped me <laughs> um, so we have, have uh, okay I think The, what I love so much, uh, keep me the love, 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 is to to show the woman can I be. For me, it's the most woman dance ever, and I can show this to everybody and to myself. I said, oh my God, I'm a woman I'm dancing and I do what I love, and um, and this keep me alive, keep me alive like to to live about my passion. This is my work. And uh, I wake up in the morning and I say, okay, my day is, I go to dance. <laughs> and they say, what lucky I am. I do what I love. So, so I'm lucky for this. And I just say that I receive uh, some costume and the glitter at the stones and the stress make me also very happy. <laughs> <laughs> And we are lucky for this. I think we are the best costume ever. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. all dancers feel you. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, do you know the best way to support this project is to share it with your friends. It takes few seconds, costs you nothing, but it helps a lot to move this project forward and help me to bring more awesome guests on the podcast in the future. You can tell your friend, you can send a message, email, you can screenshot and put a, a post on social media, whatever works better for you. But if every one of you will share this episode at least with one more person, it will make a huge difference for this podcast. Thank you for spending your time with us, for your support and love. And until next time, keep shimming, keep dancing, and I will see you soon.